Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, shalom. To you, family. Twelve tribes of Israel scattered abroad. Ooh, to the body of Hamashiach. Oh, what a marvelous, marvelous day it is. Hey, another opportunity to repent. And here lately, the Father's just been on me about the state of his body. So today, before we get into the lesson, read Psalms, portions of Psalm 68. And I have the CDJ version, complete Jewish Bible version. And I may ask for parts of it to be read by a different, another translation or just a different Bible. Hallelujah. It says, let y'all arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him flee from his presence. Drive them out. Drive them away as smoke is driven away. Like wax melting in the presence of a fire. Let the wicked perish in the presence of Yah. But let the righteous rejoice and be glad in Yah's presence. Yes, let them exalt and rejoice. Sing to Yah, sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides on the cloud by his name, Yah, and be glad in his presence. We're going to skip down to verse 15 in my Bible and maybe 16 in yours. And it says, You mighty mountain. Mountain Bashan, you rugged mountain, Mountain Bashan, you rugged mountain, why, why look with envy at the mountain Yah wants for, for his place to live? Truly Yah will give, will live there forever. Yah's chariots are myriads, repeated thousands. Yah's among them as in Sinai in holiness. After you went up into the heights, powerful, you led captivity captive, you took gifts among mankind, yes, even among the rebels, so that Yah, our El, might live there. Blessed be Yah, every day he bears our burdens. Does Yah our salvation? Ooh, hallelujah. We want to skip down to verse 32. Sing to Yah, kingdoms of the earth. Praise Yah, our El. To him who rides on, on the most ancient heavens, listen as he utters his voice, a mighty voice, 
Listen as he utters his voice, a mighty voice, with, a majest with majesty over Israel and his strength in the skies. How offspringing you are, El, for you are, for your holy place. I'm going to re say that. Verse 35 and 36 for Solomon. How offspring you are. Yah, from your holy places. The El of Israel, who gives strength and power to the people. Bless the El. Hallelujah. Open that up this week. Just doing meditation and, and prayer. And Abba gave me the 15th verse. I've read it numerous of times. Then we reread the whole chapter. Point blank. Yeshua HaMashiach's sacrifice and giving of himself was not in vain. You're going to need to find yourself on the right side or the left side. Destruction is coming. Starts out, says, Yet Yahweh arise and let who? His enemies be scattered. And according to uh, the scripture that says, If Yah be for me, he's more than the whole world against me. If Yah be for me, he's more than the whole world against me. So it behooves us to not be enemies of Yah. The world is an all-time enemy of Yah. This cosmos, Ha Satan's uh, atmosphere, everything of darkness carnality and a flesh are enemies of Yah. The verb doesn't change. They are, they will forever will be, and currently is. The verb <laughs> uh, won't change as far as uh, light and dark dwelling together. Light and dark, you know, jiving. Being in unity, they will never. Y'all arise that his enemies be scattered. Israel, believers, you got to choose. Y'all came, done his work, did his business. Yahushua came. Yeah, Yahushua, or Yeshua, Hamashiach came, did his work, handled his business, all the way to the stake. And he encouraged us by saying that if he go away, and because he's going away, he's going to prepare a place for who? His enemies? His sons? His daughters? His brothers? The heirs? Yes. That be right. You, who are truly heirs, who are truly sons, actually, you know, positionally, 
or if you a play on words, or if you got an issue with that, sons and daughters, but we're actually sons of the Most High El. So in his coming, yes, the wheat and terror will grow together. There will be a great separation, and it's already begun. But there is, whoo, an end. And it says, let y'all arise. Let his enemies be scattered. And for sure, that's what's going to happen. You've got to choose today. Believers, choose today. Last point I'm going to make in reference to what uh, Abba gave me. In the 18th verse, which speaks about after you went up into the heights, we can reference, I think, Ephesians 4, fourth chapter, right along the fifth to the eighth verse, when it's repeated what's already stated in the book of Psalms, referencing the, the power Yeshua went with when he descended, then ascended. Did his work, the Father's bidding, and rose with all power. We're without excuse and have to choose because he's also given us power to conquer intentional sin. We're without excuse. He did it before us. Gave us power to do it after him. For after all, that is part of the inheritance. As being sons, legitimate sons of the Most High El. And the question today, as we move on uh, to the message, is the spirit behind the voice part three. This is going to uh, deal with Abba legitimizing his people. And in Chapter 68, which I thought was extremely powerful. Verse 33 of Psalms 68, verse 33 and um, verse 30, yes, 33 and 34 for others. It says, well, we'll start at 32. Sing unto Yah, kings of the earth. Sing praises to Yah, to him who rides on the most ancient heavens. Listen. It says he utters his voice. A mighty voice. There is a spirit behind the voice that's being uttered there. Abiyah's children's voice sound like his. For Yeshua said it clearly. You know, I don't, I don't come through the back door. I don't even ask your friends to let me in. I come to you, for I'm the good shepherd. I come straight to your door, to your mindset. Most people want to reference the organ within our chest, which we consider scientifically as your heart, in which all of life 
or the flow of life goes through, which is your blood. According to scripture, in the blood is your essence of life. Exactly how he heard Cain's blood crying out from the soil. But my point is not the organ. It's this soul, your mind, your nephesh, that has to come subject to his ruach to be able to hear the voice, the mighty voice, to lead you to the inheritance, back to the beginning, to shed away, to cast off, to ask to be cut back, that you may hear and hear clearly. Repent. Today I'm going to ask us, are you a son or are you a bastard? <laughs> Can't put it any other plain, I can't, there's really no other word uh, to dress it up outside of legitimate and illegitimate. Either way it goes, according to scripture, it's peeing, you know, woo, with the Nephilim or any of you all that has had an opportunity to read outside of the 66 books, the scriptures that's been extracted, a uh, combination of, of the Apocrypha and the CFAR, which is Apart from part of the CFR, it is all inclusive. And the watchers or the fallen mixed with man, and they had Nephilim, giants, and they were called bastards. So, are you a son? Are you a bastard? Are you legitimate? Or are you illegitimate? Is the question. Uh, base scriptures, Genesis chapters 1 through 2, and we're referencing those simply because that's where mankind gets its start. That is the Ruach HaKodesh that breathed into Adam, breathed the breath of life, hallelujah, and gave us a soul. Whereby he, uh, completed Adam where his soul would adhere to the Ruach HaKodesh. That's the spirit of Yah. The spirit of Yah. Yah is the head of man as man is the head of woman. There is an order. And sons adhere to that. Bastards get it either way they can. And therein, initially, eventually, leads to destruction. Matthews 12 and 12, Matthews 12, 12 through 21 is where we want to start. Can I get a reader? Matthew 12, what? 12 through 21. <clears throat> How much then is a man better, better than a sheep? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the, sh on the Shabbat. Then says he to the, to the man, Stretch forth your hand, and he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like as the other. Then the Pharisee went out and held a counsel against him, how they might destroy him. But when Yahushua knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. 
and charged them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Yeshayahu the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my Yahid, in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my Ruach upon him, and he shall show judgment to the other nations. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, a spoken flax shall he not quench, till he send forth judgment unto victory. And in his name shall the other nations trust. Then he was brought unto him, then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil. Born of a Jewish father, 
and a heathen mother. Bastard. The Greek word. Same, it ends with the same thing. I got tickled. Uh, of uncertain affinity. Asperious. Illegitimate son. And it ends bastard. I mean, we're either sons or we're not. We're either legitimate or not. I want to bring this up because I think um, we do, and I, I, I heard this uh, gentleman use this before, that we do live in uh, parallel worlds. And there's a reality of duality, meaning natural and spiritual. Typically, what's found and how it should be set, what has been set in stone in the heavenlies, in the spirit, is what's allowed on the earth, in the natural. But we got the cart before the horse and so turned backwards. We saying anything that we do down here, we can do it up there. No. It was already set from the beginning. We saw how Adam and uh, Hava got kicked out because they changed the pattern. They stepped out of legitimacy into illegitimacy, took on uh, the spirit of Ha, uh, well, I'm going to say the Ruach Ra, or evil spirit of Ha Satan, or the adversary, and became bastards. Woo! Lost their dominion. They gave it all up. They took on the mother of the flesh, the mother of curiosity, wiped their nephesh black, dark, made it chaotic. So, representing the uh, reality of duality, and when at looking at this, naturally, there is a surge of illegitimate births daily, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And I got some statistics that I thought was extremely interesting. Not trying to fill us with fluff, but trying to inform us with facts. Facts that somebody have a job to come up with. Facts that these illegitimate births, meaning most likely somebody being begotten, out of the flesh. According to scripture, and I think it's Deuteronomy uh, 23 and 3, we'll, we'll get to it. it. If you were a bastard, and it says mimzer, it gives the Hebrew word for illegitimate son. And the, and the definition was a Jewish father, quote unquote. But we're going to say a father <laughs> and a heathen mother. But we're at the stages now, and we're dealing with the reality of duality in the natural, that we got illegitimate fathers and illegitimate mothers creating monster of bastards, illegitimate children. Mm. Now, the definition of... The definition of uh, legitimate is a child born... In wedlock. Illegitimate is a child born out of wedlock 
And if you have committed adultery of some sort, you are also considered illegitimate. If that woman is impregnated by uh, outside of the marriage, that child is considered illegitimate because it's not within the covenant. It's not within the union. So, U.S. Uh, statistics are, as of 2018, and I tried my best to find something for this year. Maybe they'll cycle out again, uh, 2021 or the end of this year. The number of live births to unmarried women is 1,503,000. 361. Fertility rate of unmarried women is um, of 40.1% uh, of those births per 1,000 unmarried women the age of 15 to 44. The percentage of all births to unmarried women, 39.6. This is found in your final data of uh, 2018, and you just pull it up. Tablets 9 and 10. Google it. U.S. database for illegitimacy. Birth rates for teenagers by state. And I just got the, the, uh, the first line of it because that was enough to make the point. In 2018, the birth rate for teenagers uh, 15 to 19 declined in 38 states with declines ranging from about 4% of the number I gave you. Oh. Now, births of unmarried women. The birth rate for unmarried women was about 40.1 uh, births. Um, a thousand of the unmarried women were between the ages of 15 to 44. Uh, went down in 2017, back up in 2018. The birth rate for married women, and this is what we want to hone in on, because we're talking about being sons or bastards. The birth rate for unmarried, unmarried women also declined to 85.6% of the thousand, ages 15 to 44. The marital birth rate also declined. The percentage of all births to unmarried women, again, is 39.6% in 2018. And it, it speaks of um, it lowering or rising in 2017, as we've heard, and lowering it uh, in uh, 2009. And I brought all that up to say that there's activity that is obvious between our teenage women. Now, women, we have uh, sometimes our our spots or position, our hats, may seem like we're getting hampered on. But the truth of the matter is, Eve did take the first bite, didn't she? <laughs> Not trying to be funny. And this that's just me. Y'all, you know, that's just me looking at the position. So you don't get to see how many illegitimate, in these statistics, how many illegitimate fathers gave the seed. Mind you, again, we're talking about being sons or bastards, not just sons and daughters, positionally, spiritually, who we're supposed to be. 
and in these teenagers giving their bodies, you know, up, Yah, have mercy upon us. And then um, you see in them being single, not married, not in covenant, not in wedlock, it's a problem. And what I found even more disturbing is the women that were married, they should have been fruitful and multiplying. <laughs> At the rate of their births to legitimize sons, male man, female man, went down. Problem. And most likely went down for various reasons. Fertility issues. So I'm just absolutely selfish. I don't want to start a family to A, B, C, and D. I got to be out of college, this, that, and the other. The truth of the matter is, don't get married because you don't want to burn. We want to take, I want the heat. I want to feel the heat. But you don't want all of what Abba commanded Adam and Eve in the beginning. Of every living creature, everything that y'all blew his breath into and gave a nephesh, a soul, he told them to be fruitful and to multiply. They start messing with our legitimacy. Start messing with our sonship. These here in the United States, western side of the globe, we here in Alabama. We some selfish old country folk. Mm. Selfish down here in the south. It's all about me, my And myself. What uh what was the song? Uh Be Myself and I. De la Soul. Because in order naturally to produce sons of legitimacy, you've got to be busy. Physically. That you may produce sons of legitimacy, one or male or female, male specifically, that can carry on the legacy, that can walk instead, that can be the man of the house. Have you ever seen a household full of girls? Mm. Nothing wrong with us women. I'm a woman. But the truth of the matter is, the legacy is carried through the male's loins. The woman takes upon his name. The woman cleaves, we cleave, we should cleave to our husband man. We are absolutely essential. However, there is an order. There should not be, oh, and it looks like I left it off. I wanted to do also to mention, and I can mention it this way. They uh, gave us statistics on actual uh, ethnicity. And you can only imagine whose illegitimacy birth rate was the highest. Anybody help me? Who y'all think was the highest? Hebrew. Black folk. <laughs> yeah. And the rate was like 62 point something. Look it up. And the next, believe it or not, was Asians. But what we doing? Going to hurry. Spread it out across every mountaintop. <clears throat> I know that they had a song. I don't even know who sang it. Some song put a ring on it. 
You can't get it till you put a ring on it. The witch, Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> and in that darkness, in that darkness, she chin and doing what she got to do to inform the world of what, you know, what they covenant is supposed to be like because they giving it up. They have no walls. A city with no limits. A city with no teaching. Definitely not teaching that will ever glorify y'all. So why is the birth rate of teenagers? And on top of that, teenagers of uh, um, black descent, of color, is the highest. And then our married women was lower. We got, we got it wrong. We should be producing sons, not bastards, all over the earth, in the natural. Now let's get into... A tad bit more of scripture. Hallelujah. This is what I want to get to. Ben. And this gives us a just a bit more detail of why we want to be sons. Why we need to be sons. The definition here, where it says sons, grandson, child, member of a group, son, male, child, kind of repeating itself, but I want to get to F, son, and characterization, sons of justice, righteous men, or sons of Yah, people. Nation, people, nation, figuratively, lifeless things, sparks, stars, arrows, and then I, a member of a guild, order, or class. F is what we want to hone in on. Sons, as in characterization. Sons, as in characterization. Whose character should we have? What makes you so different? Than the bastard. One produced out of wedlock. One produced out of adultery. One produced whew, out of playing with the fire and you give birth. Yeshua. was legitimate as an adjective according to the law lawful the properties of a legitimate owner in accordance with established rules principles standards to make lawful 
pronounce. Stay lawfulness. Yeshua was legitimate. And what confirmed it? We know Hamashiach start. He was supernaturally, or what they call immaculately, uh, quote-unquote conception. But he was supernaturally conceived. There's but one other that I could think of outside of Yeshua that came prepackaged with the Ruach. And that would be John, his cousin. And to back that up, Scripture would say, and Scripture says that at his at Elizabeth's salutation to Mary, Yochanan, John leaped in her womb, and it said that she received, he received the Holy Spirit or the Ruach Hakodesh outside of Yeshua. And my point is. It takes the Ruach HaKodesh, the Ruach of Yah, to make you sons. Yes, we have to confess. Okay. He's already justified us. He gives us the ability to conquer intentional sin. But we must maintain what we already have. And as a son, we look at it from the natural Boy, we hang in there when we know our father has left us an inheritance. Boy, are we in the will? Did they split it, you know, five ways? And, and, and I'm tickled um, in a, in a, in, at a point to where I can laugh because my mother, and this, I try not to be too personal uh, when I'm sharing what Abba gives me, uh, but this is befitting. It won't stay there long. My mother passed when I was 18 years old. And with her wisdom... She didn't leave a beneficiary, and we because we respected our older siblings, everything was split five ways. So, you know, as sons, daughters, sons and daughters, but from a spiritual perspective, we are sons of God. In the natural, we wait. You know, we wait. Anything went down, girl, do, man, girl, whatever the latest thing, hey, Jimmy, Jojo, how did mama and daddy, you know, <laughs> leave their paperwork? Are we going to get anything? Sad, but that's real talk. We grieve for a moment, but I've heard people say, well, the money will make you feel better. No. We got wrong thinking. Money could never replace a life, but it definitely soothes some of the ache, but it will definitely help that bastard be lavished. That bastard fulfill the desires of their heart. Do you know why? Let's find out why. And it says, many follow him. We're back in uh, Matthew chapter 12. I'm starting at verse uh, 15. Many people followed him. And he healed all of them. But warned them not to make it known. This was to fulfill what had been spoken.
through Yeshiyahu or Isaiah the prophet. Here's my servant whom I've chosen, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. I will put my spirit on him and he will announce justice to the Gentiles. He will not fight or shout. No one will hear his voice in the streets. I got, we gotta, we gotta, okay. Thank you, Ivo. Here is my servant whom I have chosen. And in some translations it has my beloved son or the son of my beloved with whom I am well pleased. I will put my spirit on him and he will announce justice to the Gentiles. As a son, Yeshua walked as a son, as the Messiah, as the Lamb, and gave himself up, did he not? And as being a and, and as being a son of Yahuwah, how did he affirm him? Gave him his ruach. Let his ruach come upon him. But his ruach didn't come upon him because he didn't believe. Because he was unsure of who he was. Because he had been a whore. Because he would recant. Because he would back down. His ruach came upon him that others would believe. And gave him power to continue the mission. As sons of Yah, we have been called. Abba has called us and given us a journey. Called us for a specific reason. And unless you have his ruach to confirm it, you cannot complete the mission. But a bastard will. They'll get it done. They go slaying, they go murdering, they speak frivolously, they walk in self-righteousness, uh-oh. They move out of their own bidding, uh-oh. These attributes are never seen in Yeshua HaMashiach. And there's no way you could ever announce to any other nation, if you claim to be Israel, about the truth of his Torah without his Ruach. It's the pattern of scripture. Yeshua had to have it. Yeshua had to be affirmed. Yeshua had to be confirmed and affirmed by the Most High El. There's no other way. We must come through the straight gate. He said, for my sheep, know my voice. A son, 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 uh, son. My sheep, my sheep, my people, my people, uh, my brother, my sister. Some say Aka, Ati, Akis, you know. Ati. I, I, I learned a few Hebrew words, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. But that means nothing 
if that call is not of the Ruach. He said, and my sheep know my voice, and a stranger it would not follow you. So what makes that possessive, that pronoun? My sheep, his Ruach. Hallelujah. We're going to come back to illegitimate. Need to be sons, not bastards. We're going to look at it anyway. I've been talking about it all day. Deuteronomy 23 and 3. It should be. Deuteronomy 23 and 3. Can I get a reader? Please. Ooh, 23 and 2. Complete the requirements. And it may be uh, 2 and, and, and some and 3 and the others, depending upon which translation you have. Just read your one verse? Yes, please. The Roman 23 and 2 in the C4. A bastard shall not enter into the assembly of Yahuwah. Even to his tenth generation shall he not enter into the assembly of Yahuwah. Now that's a long time, right? Ten generations. That, that and you know what? Praise Yah for Yeshua Hamashiach. Great great grandfather. Cause I mean, if it was left right here, if that was left as it is, <laughs> we will be doomed. But praise Yah for His blood. And he didn't come rewrite anything. He didn't come with nothing new. He came to set the record straight and give us the ability to no longer be bastards, but to be sons, which we walked away from in the garden. That spirit, oh my, lured Eve, beguiled her, tickled her fancy, Made her see so wrong. Made her feel so good. She bit. She ate. She chewed. She digested and turned around and gave it to. She went from sonship, bastardship, and stuck the bastardship right into her husband's hand. Shifted nephesh. Shifted mindsets. Gave up the rock hakodesh. It took on the Ruach Rock of evil, darkness. We were created to be Yah's workmanship, Yah's trophies only. Not to have to battle and struggle in the flesh. Not to have to wonder if you are he or she. Sons, spiritually. Our position and authority in his kingdom, having power over darkness, having power over sin and death. And now we have to find our way back to it. Birth and sin, shaped in iniquity. Now we have to come into an age of accountability because of the sin of man. Because of this sinful flesh. The bastard mindset that has no 
And sadly to say, you know, and, and it's true. In a natural, typically most children that are born out of wedlock or, you know, of an unusual manner outside of wedlock typically go to the system. And that's sad. That's heartbreaking. That that is sometimes, um, you know, a child's journey. And Abba does still look after them. And I believe that is exactly why our ways, if we are walking with Abba, is to care for the widows and the orphans. Because it's not that child's fault in the natural that they are as they are. It was the, the I'm going to say, the, the vehicles they came in, I came out of, into, and, and into this earth. So the consummation and the actual being born. Some of those children cannot help that. And so Abba being sovereign and being all-knowing, hallelujah, gave us Yeshua back to the spirit that helps us to not only try and redeem the time, but equips us, replaces, or help us to work out our soul's salvation so we can replace the bad thinking, the terrible upbringing, and I use this uh, loosely not to be offensive, but to get rid of the system way of doing things. This earth system way of doing things. Babylon's way of doing things. For sons know that there should be a table prepared before them. And I'm not going to in the presence of my enemies. I'm talking about a natural son. When they have access. To all that their father have and that their mother have, have built up. They know that they can come sit at a table properly prepared. Use all the table etiquette because there's plenty. There's more than enough for them to thrive, to live. You know, they're not surviving. They conquer. A son conquers. A bastard survives. You know, it's sad that at this time in the book of Deuteronomy, boy, you were dismissed to the 10th generation. Praise our Yah for his blood. For him going, hallelujah, to the holies of holies, bringing down that veil, giving us forever access to come before him boldly, to approach our L. That when we have sinned or fall back into the state for a short time, not to linger in that sin, the state of thinking like a bastard, the state of thinking like a, 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 a bastard, the state of acting like a bastard, after all, it is the Ruach that confirms you as a son. So only through the Ruach, and as we produce fruit, fruits of Yah, Show at forth attributes. Hey, can we walk like a true son? Knowing that the table is already prepared. That the servants are there to do A, B, C, and D. That we have a full course meal. 
that we're not just getting served float, that we're not just surviving. And as humble for y'all, he said cereal for breakfast, peanut butter for dinner, and zero at times for lunch. Because he was in the bastard state. But when we come out of that and we truly take on sonship, our rights as sons of Yah uh, operate knowing that we have an inheritance in Yah. We're no longer scrambling through the garbage. We're no longer surfing uh, YouTube for the next video. We're cracking open the scriptures. Studying for ourselves, being fed a well-balanced meal, sitting under teachings where we can be cut, rebuked, taught, pushed, prodded, pumped, exalted. That's what true sons do. They don't run away from the heat. They take it on because they have the ruach, as Yeshua did, <laughs> to help them bring, he, it helped him to teach and to cry loud to the other nations. And because he set his face like flint, even as the prophet said, when dismayed by their faces, a son know where to go and get his strength. We look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help coming from Yael. Not in the bottle. Not in the pill. Not in the token. See, bastards get temporary relief. Bastards run from the course or the obstacle course at hand. But it's Abba who leveled our paths. Because when we trust in him with all our mind and lean not to our own understanding, he levels our path to be able to see. Sons understand that. Legitimate sons. Sons, where are you? 1 Corinthians 6. 9 through 10. Can I get a reader? First Corinthians 6, chapter 9 through 10. Okay. Know ye. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of Yahuwah. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor breakers of the of wedlock, nor sodomites, nor, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkenness, nor revelers, uh, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of Yahuwah. So, everything that was just listed, starting with his unrighteous people, people, Israel, sinners, from the beginning, generally, mankind, sons. We were all sons of Yah before the fall of Adam. Was reconciled back to be sons of Yah. Have full, full access through Yeshua. 
you still have to choose. All these things that were listed will be found in a household of a bastard. One that rejects the teachings of the multi-L. One who rejects understanding and wisdom. Are you a bastard or are you a son? You won't gimme, 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 gimme. Money, 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 money is on your mind. Prosperity, prosperity. Me, myself, and I. Ill will lead to an end. Swift gain of money dwindles away. I think it's like I believe dwindles away quickly. We let money be our God. Bastards do such things as that. The mindset of a bastard is to get it how you can. Sadly to say the act thereof, they got it in like they could. And even more sad, physically or in the natural, that some of these people say they love each other. Whose love is this? Whose love do they have? Creating bastards. Creating abominations. Creating such wickedness. Creating such confusion. Creating such turmoil. Yet, let y'all rise and his enemies be scattered. For the voice of y'all speaks. The voice of y'all is mighty. The voice of y'all beckons his people, his children. His sons! Are you a bastard? Are you a son? Romans 8, 16-23 through The Spirit itself bears witness with our own spirit that we are children of who? Yeah. And if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of Yah, and joint heirs with the Messiah, provided we are suffering with him in, in order also to be glorified with him. Hmm, I got to pause right there. We want all the glory, don't we? <laughs> and it's sad to say, to me, that that would be almost like the mindset, and I know this is touchy, but this is real. These are spirits that are running rampant. You know, in the natural, you birth a child into the world that turn right around and kill you. How in the world I'm going to feed you, change your diaper, take care of you, love you to the best of my ability. And for some odd reason, all these spirits running around, and some people are like, oh, I just don't know why. I'm going to say Mufasa because I don't want anybody to see this. And it's actually somebody's name who have had this to happen. So Mufasa killed them like that. Number one, probably was no teaching of Abba. Number two, if there's teaching of Abba and there was standards and morals in the household, probably didn't drive that rod hard enough. For whom y'all loves, 
he chastised. No real foundation in a two-parent home, one-parent home, or however your setup is, the dynamics is there. Your child should not rule over you. There should be correction. And I know there's a big uh, bout about how to do it. We went to time out. Well, I don't want, you know, to lay hands on my child because I was abused and people are rough and I'm a counselor here and a counselor there and they ha that has bearing on your children. But guess what, lasts? The word of Yah, baby. So whatever job you have, whatever influence you have that may have, um, you know, played bearing into how you discipline your child, I guarantee you this remedy will always work. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Tear him up, tear up, she'll straighten up. Man, we want the glory. You live in your parents' home. Your parents giving their last. And you turn around and murder them? Physically murder them. Then turn around and murder them with your mouth? Go against them. How be so? By the workings of the flesh. The tactics of the enemy. The wickedness of the watchers and the Nephilim, which were true bastards. How dare us, as spiritual sons, to try to be fleecers, to con people, to lure people in, talking about you, you speaking from um, the, the, the mouth of Yah, and, and truly, in your intentions is to get them. You mean them no good. They go through all this, and you leave them high and dry through the pain and the suffering. We want the glory, but we don't want to suffer with the Messiah. I don't think that the sufferings we're going through now are compared with the glory that will be revealed in us in the future. Only those who are truly sons know that they're sons of Yah, joint heirs with Hamashiach, and what we are called to do. Because sons understand who they are. Sons understand who, you know, their last name and what it means. Sons understand how to keep order when daddy and mom are gone. Hmm. Are you sons of bastards? Do, are you, do your children run rampant? Are they latchkey kids simply because you don't do your job? What's teaching them? What's teaching you? Who teaching you? Who teaching them? Mind you, just said, you're a legitimate child, you couldn't come into the temple of the Most High, uh, to the assembly at all, down to the 10th generation. Um, it's sad to say that I believe some of them are still stuck right there because they haven't even looked at, answered the door to Yeshua who came knocking, knocking at your conscience, knocking at your mind, knocking sending people here and there. You've been hearing stuff uh, repeated. You've been nudged. But you still rejected. You want to remain the bastard. The creation waits eagerly for the sons, wow, for the sons of Yah to be revealed. For creation was made subject to frustration, not willingly, but because, but because of the one who subjected.
subjected it. But it will be given a reliable hope that it too will be set free from its bondage to decay and will enjoy the freedom accompanied accompanying the glory of Yah's children, I mean, that Yah's children have. We know that until now, the whole creation has been groaning with pains of childbirth. And not only it, but we ourselves, who have the fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly. As we continue waiting eagerly to be made, what? Sons. That is, to have our whole bodies redeemed and set free. You're not going to wait till he cracked the sky. This is an active work now. Sons, now. At the acceptance of Yeshua HaMashiach. I stated it before. We're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We come out here in the adversary's uh, dominion. At his mercy until y'all sees fit or gives us understanding of who he is. Then we accept Yeshua HaMashiach. Welcome his blood. He, uh, he justifies us, saves us. Then he gives us his indwelling of his Ruach to be sons. And we have freedom, power over sin to act as sons accordingly. You redeem now. You set free now. Sons, thank you, Father. Judges uh, 11, 1 and 2. And I find as we go there, I, I want that specifically read, but this is a really interesting story. I think this is, I think it was just powerful. Isaiah, could you read it from your version? Verse 1 and 2. Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a, <clears throat> now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of a harlot, and Gilead, and Gilead begat Jephthah. And Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up, and they thrust out Jephthah and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit our father's house, for thou art the son of a strange woman. Pause. Did we not just read it in the book of Deuteronomy? And in those times, that was still fact. It wasn't until after Yeshua came that he gave us access to walk out uh, um, Torah, his, his, his instructions through the aid of the world Kakodesh. He made it possible for us because he gave us power to conquer Sin. I thought that was powerful. If you you read the story, they threw him out. They did, and 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 rightfully so, because of the laws that were set up then. However, they called for him again, because he was a man of battle. It's something about <laughs> being bold. Abba, he is our king in battle. He is our great warrior. Ain't nothing like having Yahel on, on, on Yahel on your side. In many different battles, he showed up. With David alone, he used his elements and slew one of them things, them bastards. 
the giant, David. But back to my point, they called him because the kings was coming up against them, about to take them out. And they went and pleaded. So you know what he said? Oh, okay. So you, you throw me out this time ago, a while ago. He said, but you need me because you don't want to get got by the bastards. You don't want to get got by the other nations. Because they think, the story is that they thought that they took the land, these two territories, uh, by force. And in actuality, they didn't. So he said this. He made a vow. He made them make a vow. And I think in Mishpah, he made them make a vow that they would keep their word and that he would be their leader. Because guess what? He was a son. And because of a natural act, his inheritance was took from him. And then Yah uses again a natural act and give it back to him. Restored him with even more. What's his name again? Jephthah. And guess what? They got the victory. He talked to the king. He said, King, you got your facts wrong. And I'm paraphrasing for the sake of time. He said, no, sir. That tribe, I tried, we did not take that particular land. In fact, we were set up. And then and only then did we come in and subdue. And the king asked for, well, what all that you've conquered, just give me that back. And y'all can go on. And Jeff said, no. That's what a son can do. A real son. A true son. Y'all made his way for him. Y'all put him back into his inheritance. See, we have excuses all day long. Oh, men say, Pastor, me. Well, they ran me up. They don't like me. I'm, I'm the black sheep. All this, <laughs> this, that, and the other. I tell you what. If you stand on who you are, whose you are, and you walk upright and keep doing that which is righteous before Yahweh, he'll restore to you. They will walk to you. They will need you. Sons bring order. Sons continue on the lifeline. Sons can cast vision. Sons help you to get to your inheritance. Hey, all those excuses. Man, sons don't talk about it. They walk about it. We don't just, we shouldn't just be talkers. We need to be doers. John 8 and 41. This is, this is good. You are doing these things. You are doing the things your father does. We're not illegitimate children. They said to him, for we only have one father. Yeah. Now, can I get somebody to read John 
Let's start at uh, verse 38. Eighth chapter, John, eighth chapter, verse 38. That's funny. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which you have seen with your father. And they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. And Yahushua said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me. Mm -hmm. A man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of Yahuwah, did, did this not Abraham? You do the you do the deeds of your father, then said they to him, We be we be not born of fornication. We have one father, even Yahuwah. And Yahushua and Yahushua answered, excuse me, and Yahushua said unto them, If Yahuwah were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came forth from Yahuwah, neither came out of myself, but he sent me. Why did you not understand my speech? Even because uh, even because you cannot hear my word. Mm -hmm. You are of your father, the devil, mm -hmm. and the lust of your father you would do. Mm -hmm. He was a murderer from the beginning and a bold eye in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he, when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. Yeah. For he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. <laughs> Which of you convinces me of sin? And if I, if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of Yahuwah hears Yahuwah's words. Uh, ye therefore hear them not, because you are not of Yahuwah. Then answer the Yahudim and said unto him. Okay, that's good. Now, if, <laughs> if I said none else, <laughs> which I got a little bit more to go, that right there was more than a mouthful. Sons. Who begets sons? Fathers. Mm. Who begets bastards? Bastards. Because the way we go about it produces a thing. The way we go about it produces a thing. I think it said best. Uh, Isaiah, can you find the scripture where uh, when we give uh, birth to sin, it leads to death. But what I want to get to is the portion before that, the conception of it. From the creation, Adam was a son. From conception, and I'm representing son as having been made complete with everything needed to operate effectively as a son in his dwelling place, the house of Yah, which was the garden, his house, his dwelling place, the presence of Yah dwelled there. All sufficient, all present, nothing lacking. And then here we go. They claim, we are not illegitimate children. We be the sons of Abraham. What? I know you 
Yeshua probably laughed within himself. You, you don't even hear me. You hearken into the father, the father of lies, the father of your traditions, the father of your own righteousness. They arguing with the Hamashiach about not being bastards. And they were. Man, he got at the teachers, at the elders. And we're not going to even bring, I'm not going to even bring up the teachers and the elders or whatever you supposedly called to do. But we know that he gave uh, apostles or emissaries, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints and the edifying of his body. So we're not going to talk about y'all because, you know, Y'all gonna cry out, we're not illegitimate children. Because you so-called know the word. You're versed in scripture. You're a theologian, honey. You're the best son that there is. In actuality, bringing up sons, the parable of the two sons, or the prodigal son, they both had issues. One had to have it his way. Have his inheritance immediately. Walked away from the perfect dining table. From the sustenance that gave him life. From the name that caused him to be. He walked away. And the other one, sitting at the perfect dining table, jealous. Envious. Attitude. Insecure, fault-finding, mad. As sons, you rejoice with your brother when he overcomes. As sons, you bear one another's burdens. As sons, you be your brother's keeper. As sons, you don't spitefully will for your brother's fall. Because you know who you are. A true son understands that his strength lies in the ability to strengthen others. A true son understands, and this is just some physical uh, examples, that uh, he's done his job or he has become the master teacher when he shows a man how to fish instead of just keep providing fish. Show him the technique. Show your brother how to uh, resist the enemy. Show your brother how to stand against opposition. Show your brother how to uplift your brother. Show your brother how to pray. Show your brother as sons how to look to our yard for all things. Man. Sad to say, but I think some of us may have the bastard mindset. For sure. Galatians 4, 1 through 7, and 21 through 28. If 
I could get over here would be wonderful. Galatians 4, 1 through 7. Yes, please. I do 1 through 7. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a, a servant, though he be master of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. world. But when the fullness of the time was come, Yahuwah sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, To redeem them that were. What verse Verse four. But when the fullness of time was come, Yahuwah sent forth his son, who was born of a woman, and subject to the Torah, to redeem them that were under the Torah, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Hallelujah. And because ye are sons, Yahuwah has sent forth the ruach of his son. Yeah. And to your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, you are no, no more servants, but a son. Yes. And if a son, then an heir of Yahuwah through Mashiach. Hallelujah. And then 21 through... Oh, hold on. Pause right there. I, I need to bring something out. Verse 9. And, and I'm reading from the CBG... A CB, CJD version. It says, But now you do know Yah. And more than that, you are known by Yah. So how is it that you turn back again to those weak and miserable elemental spirits? Do you want to be do you want to enslave yourselves to, to them once more? You observe, okay. Verse 9. I thought it was interesting. Just in general. That it takes, and which I've been saying, and this just confirms it. The Ruach HaKodesh to confirm us as being sons. Now, Pastor Bell, can you read chapter, verse 4 through 7 one more time? Listen to this. But when the fullness of time was come, Yahuwah sent forth his son, mm -hmm. who was born of a woman and subject to the Torah, to redeem them that were under the Torah, mm -hmm. that we might receive the adoption of sons. Pause. That we might receive the what? Adoption of sons. And I think that that word is what in Hebrew? Come on. Emotes. Adop emotes. Adoption. Emotes. 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 So what I want to touch on, there's still hope if you're walking in the mindset of a bastard. And that hope is Yeshua. He adopted us. Did he not? Did he not? He gave us the opportunity, as if you will, woo, we were born in wedlock. You know, he restored to us all Adam gave up. You know, he did. 
slave, if you will, in a natural, you know, typically in adoption, the adoption process, what makes it legitimate going before the courts and that child takes on the last name of that natural family and more specific than natural or the father that will be acting in the natural um, capacity. So everything that that adopted child that did not necessarily come out of that mother's womb or from that father's loins, he give them access to, right? He now is, he or she is now part of the will, right? Come out. We've been adopted. Amos. We've been adopted. So that leaves us without excuse. You still got to choose. Go ahead, Pastor Battle. And because ye are sons, Yahuwah has sent forth the Ruach of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore ye are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of Yahuwah through Mashiach. <clears throat> All right. So to seal the deal after the adoption, after you willfully... Uh, oh, um, accept him. He's willing to accept us by giving us this free gift that Yeshua gave his life for. His Ruach to seal the deal. Sons or bastards were without excuse. Verses 21 through 28. Galatians 4th chapter. Tell me ye that desire to be under the Torah. Do you not hear and obey the Torah? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. Mm. But he who was the but he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. Mm -hmm. But he but he of the free woman was by a promise. Which thing which which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai and the other to which genders to bondage, which is Hagar. Mm. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in a rail. Okay. And answer to the present Jerusalem, Jerusalem, for she is in bondage among her children. But Jerusalem, which is which is which is above, is free. Hallelujah. Which is the mother of us all. Thank you. For it is written, Rejoice ye barren. That, that bear not, break forth and cry, you that travail not. For the desolate has many more children than she which has a man. Now we, brethren, as ye said, was, are the children of the promise. Mm -hmm. That's 28? Yeah. Yes, that's it. So with that being said, why are we still carrying on as bastards. <laughs> Truly. If you know anything about the story of Hagar, Abraham, and Sarah, we know that it is said, or in scripture, she was given to him. They brought in to the world a child, Ishmael. Their, their roles, strife, conflict, and issues. She had to go, her and her son. Because back in Genesis 15, there was a promise given to Abraham. Abram, 
at the time. That he would have a song from his own body. And when they're referencing the promised seed, because of the promised word, we see that a true son is born out of wedlock. Not through the concubine, not through the side chick. You know, we got all this foolishness. Not through the fourth and fifth wife. And in the U.S. of A., I don't see how that could ever be legal. Because what you going to do with one marriage certificate? How do you even file taxes? You know, now I am meddling. You know, it, 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 it doesn't come together. Because lawfully, and we know that we are in this world but not of the world, but there are things that we do to thrive here. And if Yeshua told his disciples and those that will follow him to render unto Caesar, which is Caesar's, where they try to entrap him, he said, you're not, you're not going to uh, <laughs> start a ruckus with me with that. I'm not foolish. Man, you obey the laws of the land. You got to live peaceably. I mean, don't, nobody going to be locked up, duty. Why would I come and tell you to do such a thing? But there is a power <laughs> that supersedes that that they have. And the government shall truly sit upon his shoulders. I mean, we're depending on, you know, the 1,200 as bastards. Woo, because that's the mindset of it. Yes, it's going to help us, but that should not be your source. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> it just said back in uh, the book of John, he said, if you be the seed of Abraham, then you would do as he did. Your father is a father of that which... that." of lies the father of lies because you do as he do you can't be a son and be of this world you can't be a son and be of your ways you cannot be a son disregarding Torah you cannot be a son rejecting the food that Abba gives you. You cannot be a son. And hell, fire, and brimstone is all that come out of your mouth. You cannot be a son. And you cannot discipline or govern your home. And I'm saying you cannot. Not that you just may have an issue. Because typically when it's gotten to that point, it's something that you're consistently doing. There's an intentional sin. Most likely there. A, a, a uh, dark, or I'm going to say, an evil presence that is after you. And because you're not a son, you can't acknowledge. Because the Ruach is not discerning through you. The Ruach is not leading and guiding you. So you don't know how to war. A true son knows how to prepare for battle. A true son knows how to access his armor, his weaponry. Because he knows what to do with it. Our light, the or the truth within us is a weapon. No man lighteth a lamp and sitteth under a bushel of under a desk. No, no, no. Who does that? You're going to burn the house down. The light that's within you, the Lord that is within you should sit on the hill. You should be the beacon. A true son knows how to lead. 
true son. Hebrews 12, 5-9. Also, you have forgotten the counsel which speaks with you as sons. My son, do not despise the discipline of Yah or become despondent when he corrects you. For Yah disciplines those he loves and whoops everyone he accepts as sons. What? He do what? He chastises you. A true son can take correction. A true son can take rebuke. A true son will align themselves that they may stay in good grace or in good standings with Abba, our Father. Even in your natural home, a good son, a true son, is going to align with the rules of that household or he knows that he will be put O-U-T as Adam and Eve. Regard your endurance as discipline. Yah is dealing with you as sons. For what son, what son goes undisciplined by his father? All legitimate sons undergo discipline. Can somebody help me? It said all legitimate sons. All legitimate sons undergo discipline. So if you don't, you a you're a menser, illegitimate, and not a son. Furthermore, we have a physical father who disciplined us. And we respect them. How much more should we submit to our spiritual father and live? And it is not talking about how some ministries or <laughs> churches are set up in reference to a spiritual father in a, uh, as a title. Or as an attribute of the leader. It's not scripture. It's, it's not scripture. This is strictly, wholeheartedly, can't be confused talking about Yah-R-L. And it's referenced all by, if you read the whole book, uh, uh, well, the 11th chapter and the whole 12th chapter of Hebrews, you would understand it was speaking about Abba. Not Pastor Joe, not Apostle Frank, not Prophetess Wina, not Pastor Doe, and not Teacher Men. Abba El, El Young, Yahuwah, is the spiritual father. When we accept his discipline as sons, we can live. Romans 8, 14 through 16. Hallelujah. All who are led by Yah's spirit are Yah's sons. For you do not receive, you did not receive a spirit of slavery. To bring you back again to fear. On the contrary, you receive the Spirit who makes us sons. You receive the Spirit who makes us sons. You receive the Spirit who makes us son and sons, and by whose power we cry out, Abba, dear Father. Oh. The Spirit itself bears witness with our own spirit that we are children of Yah. And if we 
heirs, heirs and joint heirs, heirs of y'all and joint heirs with the Messiah, provided we are suffering with him in order also to be glorified in him. And we heard it twice, specifically that, said different. As I get ready to close, are you a son or are you a bastard? It clearly says, you receive the spirit who makes us sons. You, so-called Israel, believers, you should have who? Abbas, Ruach HaKodesh, that makes you a son, perfects you, corrects you, leads you. Help you to discern you. And we're able to cry out by this same spirit who affirms us as sons, who adopts us, brings us back and gives us back, our, uh, puts us back in our rightful place and soon back in the rightful land and position. Whereby we cry, Father, Father, because we understand who we are. We have an understanding of what our inheritance is. We also not only have an understanding of our inheritance, and we're not just with him, remaining in him, abiding in him because of what's to come. Not just of what's to come, but rather that our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Of life. We just read earlier, a moment ago, that sons look and submit to the spiritual father, and they do what? They live. As sons, we understand the spirit of Abba, or the spirit Amos, adopting us, gives us access to live, to have eternal life. And not just eternal life here, but have freedom here on earth. That we walk in dominion. That we walk in authority. And as we walk in dominion and walk in authority, we begin to um, help others. Bring others out. Wake others up. Challenge others to align. And get back in their rightful place. For after all, the earth is groaning. And awaiting the manifestations of the sons of the Yahweh, not bastards, not abominations, not wickedness, not evil. It's a challenge. And the challenge is, is to find out whether you are a son or whether you are a bastard. The proof is in the pudding. What are you serving? What are you being served? Who is preeminent? Are you about your father's business? Or are you just waiting for the will to be read off? 
Are you using our Yah, your call, quote unquote, your title for ill will gain, ill will limelight, ill will a platform? Sons don't take advantage of the father's gifts. Bastards do. Bastards will never fit. The Nephilim could never fit. They didn't, they couldn't go to be from up above in which their, their fathers were from. The fallen angels. Lucifer and his crew. A portion. And they couldn't remain totally human. Because they were all mixed up. Bastards don't fit in. Sons choose a side. And as much as they're pressed, as much as they're pushed, as much as they're prodded forward, as much as the force shake up above them, as much as the rain pour above them, they're not moves. Because they understand that nothing could separate them from the love of their father. Not one thing could separate a son from the love of Yahweh. And a true son knows how to run back to the cover. A true son knows how to run back and get in line. Are you a son or are you a bastard? James 1, 18. Uh, James 1, verse 18. Having made his decision, he gave birth to us through the word that can be replied upon in order that we should be a kind of first fruit of all that he created. A true son, hallelujah, will yield back to that father that, that he's put in him. A true son. Hallelujah, understands the command to be fruitful and multiply. Oh my goodness. A true son is not afraid of what has been given him, the gifts, the calls. He don't take it and bury it. He take it and multiply it. He take it and delegate authority. He take it and bring that father back. Hallelujah, a surplus. Bring that father's investment back in abundance. You stale, you stuck, you broke, the enemy riding your back, maybe because you got the bastard mindset. Maybe you've been entertaining, it been entertaining whew, the angel of life so long he done duped you. Maybe you've been romancing and talking, having illusions and delusions. Instead of discerning and visions of the Most High, you've been having all that of the angel of light, of the enemy. You might be in a state of confusion or a point where you cannot answer whether you're a son or whether you're a bastard. Some of this may run deep for a lot of people because in the natural, a lot of us was bastards born out of wedlock. Parents did get married to the actual uh, biological father, but was still with another man for 40 years. Mm. Or my situation, second marriage. I was born in wedlock. 
mother end up having to leave. So I end up with a jacked up rearing because of abuse and all these other things and still end up with the mindset of a bastard. Not understanding what order is. The mindset of a bastard. Not willing to submit to the order. The mindset of a bastard. We, we, we just heard it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what? True sons, true sons understand what submission is. True sons understand what the job of the Ruach is for. What our script is for. For it is what adorns us. It is what prepares us. It is what keeps us at the table. Prepared for the next command of Yah. So this may run deep to some. Because that is your story. But because of the because of the spirit of Amos, adoption, while we cry out, Abba Father, he gives us another opportunity. And this is yours today. And I'm getting ready to pray with you. Pray with us. If you find yourself, see yourself in any of it, the sonship, be a better son. Dig deeper. Fast and pray. You spy yourself in the mindset of a bastard. Come out. The blood of Yeshua was enough. Repent. Ask him to help you to align. Help you. Connect you to the right people. Connect you to the right assembly. To come out of idolatry. To come out of whoredom. True sons don't remain in darkness. An example would be, even though it was the other nation, and you had other nations in Goshen too. Boy, when that darkness came through there, it was still light in Goshen. But his sons had light. A true son knew how to find their way back, as the prodigal son did. He thought within himself, oh my goodness, he was almost at the edge of eating what? But the pigs eat. A true son knows that there's a table. A spread waiting for him. And it was done in Ahava. Love. And sacrifice. Abaya, we thank you for this opportunity to serve us, to serve in sonship. Abba, I pray that if anyone is in this mindset or in, in, in have these patterns in their life, whether they're son or whether they're a bastard, I'm asking that you will bring clarity. Father, let none of us no longer walk as bastards when you gave Yeshua HaMashiach, your Ikad. Oh, your, uh, ha, uh, your only begotten. That's what I'm looking for. Yahid. Yahid for us. And yes, you are one. But your only begotten for us to redeem us, to adopt us, and put us back in a place where we can humble ourselves before you. Where we can be vulnerable before you and trust you as Abba. Trust you as Father. Father, I pray for anybody that has truly been in the system and had to deal with that. 
that you would cover them. Mend the broken areas. Allow them to be adopted. Father, help us, your people, to wake up. Allow them to be adopted naturally. And Abba, help us, your people, to wake up and understand why Yeshua shed his blood, why he gave himself up, not just because of the prophecy of Yeshua Isaiah, not just because of him being foretold. That was just confirmation. But Abba, you've been trying to get us back to you. And this was your way. He was the avenue. Let us not disregard that. Let us be mindful that, Father, you're calling your children. That you're knocking at the door. That you are soon to return. And you will not return for the lack of faith faithlessness, bastards. You will not return for that. But you're going to return for sons and your faithful bride. Help us, Abiyah, to walk therein. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we give you praise that we can cry, Abba, Father, we thank you for reconciling us. Thank you Hallelujah. As we walk in sonship. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. And if anybody is having any issues, vacillating, need answers, questions, email us. Message us. Leave a comment. This is serious. This is serious. Hallelujah. Shalom.